Kicking and Streaming Podcast is brought to you by Cafe 1804. Premium Haitian coffee now available online at cafe1804.com. That's cafe, K-A-F-E, 1804.com. All right, let's do this. This is Kicking and Streaming Podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies, TV series, and stuff. Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn. Hey, hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming Podcast. My name is Graham and with me today on this side of the screen is Jojo, the absolutely fantastic one. Hello, Jojo. Hello, Graham. How are you? Hey, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. So today we are doing a recording a bit later than usual because on Sunday night was the Emmy Awards and our special programming dictates that we go the next day to do. We record a show after any award ceremony. Isn't that right, George? That's right. I think that's, that's right. I think that's what it says. I, I think so. I think it's in the contract <laughs> somewhere or something. <laughs> <laughs> right and so we're gonna we're gonna go right off to it emmys it was good to see a room full of people but it was also terrifying <laughs> <laughs> i kind of liked what seth rogan had to say about it that cracked me up <laughs> i don't think anybody else found it funny but it, I, it made me laugh yeah i think i think you know seth is one of those dudes that will say shit that you know yeah, everybody's thinking about it. Let me just go ahead and say it. <laughs> you know, and so, um, I mean, I think my wife always wants to watch the red carpet, which I couldn't care less. Like, what you're wearing, I, I, don't, I don't care. You know, um, I know Billy Porter's going to walk in and just fucking... <laughs> kill everybody anyway so <laughs> what everybody's wearing doesn't matter <laughs> you know true but i was watching the the red carpet and there was this dude that was interviewing people for e for e entertainment i think caramo caramo brown or whatever and dude kept like shaking hands and kissing people and you could tell, you could see the the actors and, and, the, and the actresses kind of freaking out when he reaches out to shake hand or to give a kiss. I mean, of, of course, by just the sheer politeness, they would correspond. Do you know what I mean? But like, yeah. But you could see, like, yo, are we doing this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I didn't watch the red carpet, but I. I would be, I'm surprised that a producer didn't get in his ear after a couple of those and be like, dude, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. And and so, you know, I said to Christine, like, hold on, there's a lot of unmasked people there and and it's it's a tiny little cop. And she's like, well, everybody is vaccinated and they have to show proof of vaccine and a recent COVID test. And I'm like, I still feel like, you know, somebody should be freaking out. I'm just saying, like, this is, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, hey, yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, it's one thing to be like, okay, you know, we're going to, I don't know, we're going to have everybody, make sure everybody's vaccinated and all that fun and exciting stuff. But uh, I, I I, don't know about the the whole, like, shaking hands and, and kissing on each other and that kind of thing. Like, to me, that's just, we're not quite there yet. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, it was kind of weird, you know. But, you know, the Emmys happened and they decided to do it. And I think it sort of like broke something, right? It, 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 it sort of like broke a chain of, of Zoom award series that we saw last year that, you know, made it interesting. I personally like no more than 500 people think. Right. Yeah. I think the award, the ceremony ended at least with, with a good 10 minutes to spare, which is, even though some people, we're going to talk about some of those people that, that were like real asshole-ish with their speech. You yeah. Know, I'm talking to, I'm talking about the guy, the guy from Queen's Gambit. Yes. But like, yes. how fucking rude this asshole, man. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I, yeah, that one was, because uh, I, I was like, okay, so, you know, the women and every, <laughs> the women and the other folks shut up when, when things, but you get a white dude up there who wins something and he's just like, no, stop the music. I'm, I'm still talking. I'm, I'm still talking and I will continue to talk. And I'm like, eh. I mean, it's one thing because everybody, not everybody, but a lot of folks ramble on. Which and ramble over, I guess I should say, because there's people that they genuinely want to want to to speak to, and I understand that he had people that he wanted to thank. But for heaven's sakes, he read like a, a manuscript up there, and and it wasn't even thanking; it was just you know yeah, yeah, pontificating about his fucking yes. series and shit. Yes. Fuck off, man! Yes. Like seriously, that was if white male privilege was a person. That was that motherfucker last night. And it was, it was in poor taste. Now, I know that a lot of motherfuckers are going to come out and say, well, Debbie Allen did the same thing. But that was a special award. And we know that with special awards, these people are allowed to speak a bit longer. In fact, I thought, I thought it was a bit rude, <laughs> you know. Because when you watch the Golden Globes, for instance, the C.B. DeMille special award, right? These people will talk for a good eight minutes, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And nobody plays the music on them because that's their special moment. Right. And in the case of Debbie Allen, I think that's what was happening there. And the fact that they started playing the music on her was like, no, man, like, let her talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. And I, I, I don't know. I thought it was strange that some people got music and some people didn't. I mean, and, and the people that didn't were definitely going... <laughs> Over, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, because I think everybody was supposed to get 45 seconds and there was, I, I, I don't know. It was, it, it was very, very strange to me. They needed to have some more consistency with that. And I mean, like, is it the Oscars? It's one of the award ceremony that after a while, they'll just cut away. It'll be like, okay, you can exactly. keep talking, but yeah. we're, we're cutting away from you and we're going to a break And the MC will come in and say like, after this, we're going to go to do this and that. And, and, and like, if we're going to do that, let's do it to everybody. Right. Yes, that's the thing. Do it to everybody. But that was that was kind of weird. I mean, somebody should have walked up and and just marched this dude off the stage. Seriously. Yeah. Like, shut yeah. the fuck up. Get your little statue and get the fuck out. No yeah. one wants to hear more than the thank yous. Like, nobody knows your mama, your daddy, and your grandparents. None of that shit. Like, I'm not saying that they're they're not deserving of your thanks and shit. But if you've gone over the time that you're supposed to be there, shut the fuck up and go. Like, respect the rules, right? Right. That was right. in poor taste. I agree. Uh, what do you think of the opening? Uh, what do you think of Cedric? I, I, you know, my, my thing with Cedric is that I, I don't think he's funny for a long time. 
So the little opening monologue was was I, I, I liked the whole thing. And there's one or two sketches that came off a bit weird, but like the one with the, what you call it, this therapy session or whatever, mm-hmm. that was a bit, that was, that was funny. That was funny. That one did make me laugh too. It was, yeah. it was good to see like Scott Bakula and, and uh, see some talent there kind of pinging off of each other that you wouldn't have normally. And then Fred Savage being. <laughs> Fred Savage was the one that made me laugh. <laughs> me too. <laughs> That's that was why good. I'm here directing this thing. Like. <laughs> Oh man, that that no, that was that was that was good. Yeah, you know, here's the thing: after having seen the experimentation of hostless versus with host, I'm kind of like in 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 the, in the camp of I don't care whether there's a host or not. Is that? I I don't either. I don't no? I don't either. I don't care. I mean, he, Cedric was fine. I've definitely seen worse. Um, yeah, of course, <laughs> but. At the same time, you know, like some of that, a lot of those sketches were done beforehand anyway. So it yeah. was like, that, that could have been anybody that went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. Like there was no, there was no onstage presence fun, funny type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which probably is fine. So let's, uh, oh, before we get into the, the award, Conan. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't care what you say. When Conan doesn't have to speak to be funny, Conan <laughs> doesn't have to be on stage to be funny. This dude is just insane, and and I love what he did to that president of the academy or whatever. That that. <laughs> Oh God, that was, uh, I, I kind of felt bad for, for Debbie Allen just because, you know, that was sort of her moment, but, but the whole speech wasn't her moment. You know, a lot of it was just them kissing their own butt. So I was, that part of it was great. <laughs> he just drew the attention. And, and I think that's precisely what he was trying to say. Like, look, we don't need you to come out here and give a fucking speech. Right. You, there's nothing for you here. Just shut the fuck up and let the show roll. Those are literally 10 minutes or five minutes, whatever it is that they speak, well, however long they speak, that we're never going to get back. <laughs> I don't know these dudes, these dudettes, you, you know, like. Why are they here? And the accountants yeah. and shit, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so the trolling, Conan just trolling this guy like, yeah, your speech is important. Yeah. And, and the standing ovation. The standing, standing ovation killed me. I was like, oh, my God. He actually got everybody to do a standing ovation. That, my friend, was was pure classic Conan right there. I have to say, though, that that executive, I don't know how he managed to just keep doing his speech. Because I would have just been like, you know what? Bye. <laughs> Somebody come out and tell Debbie Allen she won an award because I'm, I'm going to go in the back before you tell start throwing fruit or something. Here's what I hope. I hope they learn from this and say, yeah, I think we're not needed up there. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think this entire speech is superfluous. We could just here's 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 what I propose. If there's a program, write the fucking thing on the back page of the program. Yeah. That's it. There you go. Because 
I, yeah. as the viewer, I don't need to know who you are. Who is it? Shamer? Is it Shamar or Shamer? Something, Something like you know, that, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't need to know you. Sherma. Sherma, okay. Sherma, yes. And lastly, in terms of nomination, the Emmys did very well. There was a record number of actors of color nominated. Did they win? Eh, not much. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, I mean, at least, you know, nominations, there was a bunch. So it's, it's got to start somewhere, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it's a, a a step in the right direction. But but yeah, I yeah, it, it, it's yeah. All right. So let's move on then. Jojo, do you have uh, stuff? I, I do. I have the, the list, the winner's list. Okay, so here's what we're going to do then. We mm-hmm. are going to start with the actual acting things, you know what I mean? Okay. Because there's a lot of there, like, technical stuff that we don't know. We ain't going to go in. I was interested, though, just as a side note, to learn that commercials win Emmys. I did not know that. They do? I, there is, when I was scrolling through this list, when you sent it, just to refresh my memory... Down at the bottom there, there is there yeah, there is a list of commercials. Oh, and they, yeah, yeah. Nike won that. The, the you Nike stop won. Us. That's crazy. I did not know that. All these years, I had no idea that commercials could win Emmys. That, yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. So that's, uh, that's dope. Yeah, sure. All right. So shall we start with Outstanding Actress in a Short Form Comedy or Drama Series? Paula Pell, Mapleworth Murders, Carrie, Kenny Silver, Reno 911, Natalie, Emmanuel, Die Hart, and Kiki Palmer, Kiki Palmer's Turn Up with the Tailors. And it was Kiki Palmer that won. Kiki Palmer doing her thing last night. <laughs> Kiki Palmer, by <laughs> the way, started an entire controversy at the Met Gala. I don't know if you, if you saw that. No, I missed that. What happened? So Kiki Palmer put the, the menu, the food on blast at the Met Gala. Okay. And she posted a picture of the food on Instagram. And it is this, was by this overrated chef who is, I think, half Swedish, half Ethiopian. Um, and kind of weird looking dude. And he's, he's like incredibly overrated. He, he had, he's always... In the news for something he does wrong with food. <laughs> like <laughs> earlier this year, he made a version. So, you know, Haitians, we eat a pumpkin soup on January 1st. Okay. Our very own soup jumu. And that is a tradition because 1st first, first of January is not only New Year's Day for Haitians, but it is Independence Day. And so that was what our forefathers ate to celebrate that day, that's what we do. So my dude decided he was going to do this weird-ass gentrified version of Subjumu. And Haitian Twitter went after him. <laughs> what is his name? Samuelson? Something, something Samuelson? Well, that was the guy. And after he got dragged by the by the Haitian community on on Twitter, I guess he, he chefed the Met Gala and the food was shit. And Kiki Palmer posted 
<laughs> you have to find that. Gigi Palmer posted that shit on Instagram and it went viral and everybody <laughs> went after. <laughs> I can't believe they paid you for this. <laughs> it was bad, man. <laughs> So, yeah. Oh, that's good. I'll have to look for that. Kupalma <laughs> got him dragged one more time. <laughs> yes, outstanding actor in a short form comedy or drama series is going to be Brandon Brendan Scannell, Bonding, Kevin Hart, Die Hard, John Travolta, Die Hard, John Lott, Mapleworth Murders, and JB Smoove, Mapleworth Murders and JB Smoove was the winner on this one. So guest actor in a comedy series, we had Alec Baldwin for Saturday Night Live, Morgan Freeman for The Kaminsky Method, Daniel Kalea for Saturday Night Live, Daniel Levy for Saturday Night Live, and Dave Chappelle for Saturday Night Live, and Dave Chappelle was the winner for Saturday Night Live. If I remember correctly, on our prediction show, we did say that and nobody was going to win this if it wasn't Dave Chappelle. Like, <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no one was under the illusion. And I don't care. I don't care how much you think Alec Baldwin being there was going to be a big thing, whatever. Dave Chappelle... Dave Chappelle was it, you know. Mm -hmm. I thought Daniel Kaluuya would have had a good chance, but again, he was against Dave Chappelle, so mm -mm, not yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah, and guest actress in a comedy series, Jane Addams, Hacks, Yvette Nicole Brown, a black lady sketch show, Bernadette Peters, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, Issa Rae, a black lady sketch show, Kristen Wiig, Saturday Night Live, and Maya Rudolph, Saturday Night Live. And of course, Maya Rudolph ended up winning it because this lady can do Kamala like nobody else can do Kamala. So I don't <laughs> care what you say, man. This girl, she does like that. It's amazing. It is an amazing thing. When she, like when she does Beyonce, I believe it. When she did Whitney Houston, I believed it. When, like it doesn't matter. You know that is Maya Rudolph, but she has a way of turning into these people that you're like, yo, no, that's it, right? <laughs> She's brilliant. She really She's is too good. <laughs> <laughs> what you got next, Jojo? So we got guest actor in a drama series. Don Cheadle, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Charles Dance, The Crown, Timothy Oliphant for The Mandalorian, Carl Weathers for The Mandalorian, and Courtney B. Vance for Lovecraft Country, and Courtney B. Vance is the one who took home the, the Emmy. I remember we had this conversation, we talked about, because I, I, I remember asking you like, okay, so, you know, I know Courtney B. Vance's performance on there, but I didn't know... I didn't watch The Mandalorian, so I asked you to shed light on on Timothy Oliphant's work there. And I just don't remember what our prediction was. But I thought I think I thought I think I, I thought Charles Dance was gonna win it for the crown. Cause I told you that he was Uncle Teddy and he had like this really cool father-son relationship with Prince Charles. And I think I thought that Charles Dance Really did a great job with that. But Courtney B. Vance, I don't have any problem with Courtney B. Vance winning that because Courtney B. Vance and uh, Angelo Ellis 
on Lovecraft Country have the chemistry that the only reason I know that Angela Bassett is not worried is because she's Angela Bassett. (laughs) 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 I'm just saying. (laughs) All right, then. So let's move on to guest actress in a drama series. So we have Alexis Bledel, The Handmaid's Tale, Makina Grace, The Handmaid's Tale, Sophie Oconedo, Ratched, Felicia Rashad, This Is Us, and Claire Foy in The Crown, and Claire Foy won it. I didn't see that. Was that, did they, did they do that, do that on, on TV? They didn't do those on TV. No, uh, I think, okay. I think that these did these for, I, I, I'm not sure if they did them the day before or just earlier in the evening or what, but yeah. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I don't have a problem. I know that Claire Foy's appearance on this last season of The Crown was a bit, just, just, just a little bit. Like mm-hmm. seriously, a, a, just a couple of scenes. So it's amazing that she won. You know, I would have thought, I would have thought that one of the Handmaid's Tale ladies would have won it. But yeah, sure. Whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. So we've got outstanding character voiceover performance. So we've got Jessica Walter in Archer, Stacey Abrams for Blackish Election Special Part 2, Julie Andrews for Bridgerton, Titus Burgess for Central Park, Stanley Tucci for Central Park, Seth MacFarlane for Family Guy, and Maya Rudolph for Big Mouth, and Maya Rudolph is the one who took it home. Yeah, so Maya Rudolph had a pretty good night last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did. That's 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 an amazing thing. All right, let's go for best supporting actress in a comedy series or in a comedy. So we have Hannah Einbinder for Hacks, Cecily Strong SNL, Ad Bryant SNL, Kate McKinnon SNL, Juno Temple, Ted Lasso, Rosie Perez, The Flight Attendant, and Hannah Waddingham for Ted Lasso. And she won it. Now, let's talk about this a bit, Jojo, because that, to me, as much of a fan as I am of Ted Lasso, that win to me was a bit of a surprise. Okay. Because of the heavy heavy hitters that were included there. Three of SNL's best were in there. And also, I don't know why, but I do feel like... in, in that's no shade, no disrespect to Hannah Waddingham at all. But I do feel that Juno Temple's character is is a bit more likable than, okay. than the character that, uh, that Hannah Waddingham plays. So I thought that if anybody best supporting actress on Ted Lasso, if anybody was going to win it, it would be maybe Juno Temple. But I don't have a problem with Hannah Waddingham, with Hannah Waddingham winning it because... She's really good in the show. <laughs> like she is really good. But Juno Temple is character is more likable. So I thought, you know, just because of that, she would have won. But no, that's it right there. That's all I had to say, Judge. 
And since I haven't seen the show, I don't, I don't have an opinion one way or the other. But yeah, I liked her speech. She she was uh, she was generally excited and yeah and and surprised like surprised out of her damn mind. Yeah, that she won. Yeah. I, I like. I always like to see that when people are genuinely in shock. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I also have the feeling that Olivia Coleman never is expecting that she's going to win anything. No, no, no. <laughs> I, don't I don't think either. she's. I don't think she has gotten accustomed to the idea that she is that huge of an actor, and in, in in that she's got such a Midas touch. It seems to me that she understands the effort that she puts in it. Sure. She understands the accolade, but to her, it's, it's her job. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't get the impression from her that she has an ego or, or a huge ego. You know, like she's, she's not a diva. <laughs> I yeah. don't get that impression at all. She's just like, I come to work, you know, I do my best job and I go home and you want to give me an award? What? Yeah, man, I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So best supporting actor in a comedy. Go ahead, Jojo. So we had Carl Clemens Hopkins for Hacks, Bowen Yang for SNL, Keenan Thompson for SNL, Brendan Hunt for Ted Lasso, Nick Mohammed for Ted Lasso, Jeremy Swift for Ted Lasso, Paul Reiser for The Kaminsky Method, and Brett Goldstein also for Ted Lasso, and Brett Goldstein is the one who took it home. That was a lot of folks from Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That's not an exaggeration. Every one of those dudes who were nominated there deserved to be there on the Ted Lasso side. And I would say the same for the SNL part, too, because Boeing Yang has blossomed into this absolutely fantastic comedic figure. <laughs> it's just, I just can't get enough of him. <laughs> Kenan. On the other hand, he's, uh, I, I don't know how, it's going to seem weird if he ever, in, in, I think he said that those were his final years or whatever, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to feel kind of weird to watch SNL without Kenan. Yeah. Yeah. So the next one is Best Supporting Actress in a Limited or Anthology Series or Movie, and the nominees were Philippa So, Hamilton, Renee Elise Goldsberry Hamilton, Jean Smart, Mayor of its East Town, Moses Ingram, The Queen's Gambit, Catherine Hahn, Wanda Vision, and Julia Nicholson for Mayor of East Town, and Julia Nicholson ended up winning it. I I know that we, we had a live session on Clubhouse for at least half of the of the award ceremony. And I was kind of like getting mad at this one because I haven't watched Mayor of East Town, so I I don't know that these people, you know, how great these people are. And I'm not saying that they weren't great, but of course, we did the prediction show, and I think I was strongly going for Catherine Hahn on this mm-hmm. one for Wanda Vision, and I thought that the only one that could topple her would be would have been Jane Smart. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I was happy, obviously, to see Moses Ingram being nominated because she was so dope. 
on she the Queen's was. Gambit. She was she so was. great, right? It would have been great to see her win. Yeah. It really would have been great. I, I know, you know, she's young and it's early in her career, so it would have been a big surprise if she had one, but it would have been it would have been a cool thing. Yeah, the dude one of the dudes mentioned that it was like her very first, first ever thing on TV or whatever. And, but that she doesn't give you that that vibe at all, man, on the Queen's Gambit. She was so good. No. Yes, she was so good. So, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I Like I said, it would have been great to, to see her win. But, you know, I also know that they don't really like to give you something right out of the park. <laughs> right, right. Right, your first first time out, they don't really like to give you something. Yeah, no, they uh, they have their thing. But, hey, we'll take it. The nomination was great, and she's, as we say, early in her career. You know, we can only expect good things to happen for her. Yes. Right, so let's move on then to the next one. Jojo? Okay, so we had a Best Supporting Actor in a Limited or Anthology Series or Movie. Uh, so there was David Diggs for Hamilton, Jonathan Groff for Hamilton, Anthony Ramos for Hamilton, Papa Isadu for I May Destroy You, Thomas Brody Sangster for The Queen's Gambit, and Evan Peters for Mayor of Easttown, and Evan Peters ended up winning for Mayor of Easttown. I swear I'm going to have to stop watching that show. And Yeah, I know, me too. Yeah. And I know we, we both put it in the back burner for some reason, because like, yeah, Kate Winslet, whatever. But like, it's just like HBO Max. I have to be honest, I know that HBO Max has been kind of like hot and cold with, this has been only a first year for them. So mm -hmm. what they've been putting out is a bit hot and cold sometimes. And, and sometimes mm -hmm. they have a banging movie, sometimes they have a banging series. But sometimes I literally only use HBO Max to go back and watch some old shit. Right. You know? Right. So, yeah. so I'm always a bit iffy about whatever new stuff HBO Max comes out with. And so I have to wait and see. So now I have to go and watch this freaking Mayor of Easttown because, damn, what the <laughs> hell, man? <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I, I'm sad that Papa Isadu didn't win. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess it is early in his career too. That's another thing you can say. But still, he was he was so good in I May Destroy You, <laughs> and and Evan Peters. You know, I, I he was really good in the first season of Pose. Yeah. So he he was good there. I, I we haven't seen Mayor of East Town, so I mean, have to assume that he's good. But it would have been cool to see Papa Isadu win because. Yeah, I mean, I I wanted I made a destroy you to, I made destroy you to win in every category. It was yeah. I wanted I made destroy so. you to have the kind of night that Ted Lasso in the crown had. Seriously. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but and I think uh, it it still amazes me that there's still people asking, "Is that show really that good?" Motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> yes. This podcast good. has been talking about this thing. Like there are two shows that we talk about almost every time we have a podcast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is I May Destroy You and The OA. Yeah, so what the hell are y'all waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like, don't be asking, is it that good? Yeah, nigga, it's good. Yes, it is. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> yes. All right, so we have Best Drama Writing, 
Peter Morgan, The Crown, Rebecca Sonnenschein, The Boys, Misha Green, Lovecraft Country, John Favreau, The Mandalorian, Dave Filoni, The Mandalorian, Yaling Chang, The Handmaid's Tale, and Ryan Murphy, Brad Falcher, Stephen Canals, Janet Mock, and Our Lady J for Pose. And Peter Morgan from The Crown won it. And the same happened in the Best Directing. So let's move on to Best Supporting Actress in Drama. Okay. So Best Supporting Actress in a Drama. We have Anjanue Ellis for Lovecraft Country, Emerald Fennell for The Crown, Helena Bonham Carter for The Crown, Yvonne Stravosky for The Handmaid's Tale, Madeline Brewer for The Handmaid's Tale, Anne Dowd for The Handmaid's Tale, Samira Wiley for The Handmaid's Tale, and Gillian Anderson for The Crown. And it, of course, ended up being Gillian Anderson for The Crown. Now, here's the thing. I know that I was a huge supporter, and I, in, in our prediction show, I supported fully supported the nomination of Gillian Anderson for the job she did, you know, as Margaret Thatcher. But again, did you see how many nominations for The Handmaid's Tale in, in four? Four. Yeah, four for The Handmaid's Tale, three for The Crown, and one for Lovecraft Country. And here's the crazy thing. Anne Dowd has been nominated several times. And this lady, I haven't going back and watch that show ever since we watched the first season. Because mm-hmm. like I said, there's some kind of cruelties there that after I turn 40, I just can't just, can't I know it. that it's, yeah. it's fake, but I just don't have the stomach to watch because the idea that somebody might be watching that and saying, you know, that's a good idea for next time I have to torture someone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's you know. So, so I, I I haven't watched that show, but I know Endowed is really really great. Samira Wiley, we know her, we know that she is she is the bomb. Like I stopped watching Orange Is the New Black as soon as Samira Wiley exited the show. Like, yeah, you killed Pusey. I'm done with this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, Gillian Anderson, like I said, wanted in Hollywood, if you play a real life character, especially if they're dead, the likelihood is that you're going to win something. And that's not to say that Gillian Anderson wasn't absolutely fucking fantastic. But the list was great and the list was full of great actresses, including Angela Ellis. Again, on Lovecraft Country, she was marvelous. She was absolutely fantastic. So congratulations to Gillian Anderson. But again, I know I have my beef. <laughs> I, I, even though I, I expected her to win and would have been very, very shocked if she had not won, there was so much buzz around Emerald Fennel for the crown that... I was sort of surprised that something didn't happen there, but. Yeah, there's that too. Emerald Fennell was, was like, the greatest thing that Emerald Fennell did for me as Camilla is that she humanized Camilla a lot. 
to people who don't know this woman, have never been not even one one kilometer away from her, but somehow hate the fuck out of her because, you know, Diana. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And And I feel like the crown, although with a certain amount of fiction, the crown has kind of done justice to the story of Camilla Parker Bull. And it's all, I guess, in the hands of another actor, you could have seen the Camilla you, you know, you all hate. But right. but in the hand of Emerald Fennell, you saw a human being with some flaws, but that doesn't have that great amount of culpability that, you know, we've learned to put on her for whatever the fuck happened with this numb nut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and partly, of course, is the job that Josh O'Connor also does, uh, playing young Charles. But, yeah, I think Emerald Fennell deserved to be there, and I would not have had a problem if she had won it. But, again, there was no nobody that was going to take that one away from Gillian Anderson. You know, no, just, no. That would have been a huge upset if it had happened. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of, of, of Thatcher, of Margaret Thatcher, do you know that a reporter, an Emmy reporter asked Gillian Anderson if she had spoken to Margaret Thatcher about playing her? Right. And, and Gillian Anderson was very polite and whatever, you know. But you're a reporter. One. And you don't have to be a history buff to know recent history. I get it that, you know, you went la 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 when they talked about history in school. But Margaret Thatcher died in 2013, you numbskwat. What the fuck? All I needed was a quick Google. I mean, honestly, oh you didn't have to go to the God. library or anything. We, you know, we have Google now and Wikipedia. Just a quick Google and be like, oh, she's been dead for a while. So that's you maybe mean a to bad tell question. Me, you mean to tell me that this person went through high school in at least four years of university and doesn't know that Margaret Thatcher has been dead since, since 2013? She was, she, she was the prime minister of England, a historic one at that, Right. Yeah. And she received a, a state funeral. <laughs> like, I mean, you didn't have to live in England to know that. I, I It would have been a good idea to vet your questions with someone else, perhaps. Or, or maybe they did and that person didn't like them. <laughs> yeah, I think you might. Yeah, go ahead. That would be a good question. Actually, that's ask the best her. one you have. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and ask her. What, what, what did yeah. Maggie... What did Maggie think? That was bad. That was terrible. All right. So let's move on then. Yeah. <laughs> we have Best Supporting Actor in a Drama. And the nominees were Tobias Menzies, The Crown, Michael K. Williams, Lovecraft Country, John Lithgow, Perry Mason, Max Minghella, The Handmaid's Tale, Bradley Whitford, The Handmaid's Tale, Oti Fagbenle, The Handmaid's Tale, Giancarlo Esposito, The Mandalorian, Chris Sullivan, This Is Us, and the winner on this one was Tobias Menzies. I was a bit surprised on this one. I was a bit surprised on this one, because, like, I think in previous seasons, as Prince Philip, Tobias Menzies was even better than he was in this recent season. 
And I think what they did here is make up for the season that, that they didn't choose him. Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't think he was better than John Lithgow. I don't think anybody was better than Michael K. Williams, actually. And it's not because he's dead. Yeah. It's not because he recently died. That's bullshit. Yeah. Michael K. Williams came to Lovecraft Country and played another great character that only Michael K. Williams could have brought to life as as he did. Yeah. And so Tobias Menzies, I think everybody was like, really? <laughs> yeah, man, congrats, whatever. And again, I'm not saying that dude doesn't have the chops. I'm just saying that nominated against the the the, the actors that he got nominated for the roles that they they played, the dude that played, you know, an aging Prince Philip is not going to win it. Not this year. So that's bullshit. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. That one, I don't know. I was like, is it because Prince Philip died? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it, it was just, it's just all weird. It, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Outstanding writing for a variety series. You got that. So we had the. I think Amber- we should just go oh, ahead sorry. and say. I'm sorry. <laughs> I go don't ahead. mean to interrupt. Like, yeah, I think we no, should just. No, you're fine. Go ahead. I think we should just go ahead and say that John Oliver won it. Yeah, John Oliver won. I mean, and if anybody else had won, I think there would have been riots. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because uh, he's just so good. He's just so good. In, even Stephen show. Colbert, Stephen Colbert won one, and he said, yeah. "I'm glad last week tonight wasn't nominated on this one, and last week tonight in SNL weren't nominated on this one, because they kind of know that once last week tonight is nominated, it's very unlikely that you're gonna win anything." Yeah, I mean, and, unless the show takes this huge nosedive in quality, which I suppose is possible, but I sincerely hope never happens. <laughs> that it's always gonna be better than anything else that's out there. And, and whatever does knock it off of its pedestal had better be damn fabulous. Well, Jon Stewart is coming back. He is. With a show he on is. Apple TV. So, But does that mean anything in comparison to, I don't know. Yeah. We'll we, we have to wait and see. Yeah. But I think also one of the greatest qualities of... Last week tonight is their ability to just troll somebody for a whole fucking season and it never gets old because yeah. they took Adam Driver <laughs> and trolled the fuck out of him a whole season and even last night they trolled his ass too because they, like, <laughs> they dedicated the, the you win. know what you did you know what you did. <laughs> When you know that the writers are on are in on it and John Oliver delivers the whole thing so great, it's just just amazing. I'm grateful for the show, so Yes. Uh, so yeah, I, agree. Julia, I, I didn't mean to just go ahead and rudely no. interrupt you like no. that. No, no, makes sense to me. I mean, honestly. I'm I, you know, everybody else was nominated and deserved their nomination, so good for them. But yeah, it needed to be last week tonight with John Oliver. And in terms of outstanding variety sketch series, I guess everybody can guess this one, right? So. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was SNL. So thank you, everyone. SNL. 
Thank you, everyone. That was, that was a very short, short list of nominees. Yeah, it was a black lady sketch show. And SNL. And, and them, yeah. Yeah. Because there, there's like not a proper sketch show other than SNL in a black lady sketch show, I suppose. So we're going to bypass outstanding uh, writing. We're going to go on for outstanding directing for a comedy series. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we had James Burroughs for Be Positive, Suanna Fogel for The Light Atten- Flight Attendant, James Widows for Mom, Zach Braff for Ted Lasso, MJ Delaney for Ted Lasso, Declan Lowney for Ted Lasso, and Lucia Anello for Hacks. And uh, Hacks, Hacks is the winner, Luciana Anello. Anello? Yeah. And yeah, Lucia Anello was was great in her speech and she was she gave me the same vibe as Hannah Waddingham in that she won and she was like genuinely, genuinely surprised and so grateful and almost unprepared of what she wanted to say. So she just started to give love. I love everybody. Yeah. My husband, I married you a week ago. And blah, blah, blah. It was it was it was so genuine. I'm like it yeah. was it was dope. It was it was good. Yeah. So yeah, hacks hacks was look, if you put aside Ted Lasso, I think other than Ted Lasso, Hacks was the comedy show, the comedy series of the year. And I don't know that a lot of people have gotten to do hacks yet, have discovered hacks yet. And they need to, because it's so good. It's so good. Jean Smart is, man, this lady right there. Yeah. This lady right there. <laughs> she, she, I, think, I think she's made a greater, bigger individual out of the character that she's playing. Like, it's it's... She's not incredibly likable, but no. you find yourself rooting for her because she's so fucking dope. Yes. <laughs> she's yeah. so badass. Like, she's so boss that you're like, yeah, just go get it, man. <laughs> I don't know. That's the yeah. way I see it. That's, that's yeah. what I see. Yeah. No, she she is def- she's playing a character who is what she is. She's a diva. She's a a Vegas legend and Vegas legend, and uh, you know she she isn't going to be a likable person because you don't get there by being nice. And, uh, <laughs> and but at the same time, you know she shows the the humanities the humanity of that character. So yeah, that, that was that was dope. And of course, speaking of Jean Smart, best actress in a comedy, that was Jean Smart in Four Hacks, A.D. Bryant for Shrill, Kaylee Cuoco for The Flight Attendant, Alison Johnny, Mom, Tracy Ellis Ross, Blackish, and Jean Smart took it. And with that, I don't have any problem at all, because I know that if it weren't Gene Smart, it probably would have been Alison Janney, especially because that show ended, I believe. Mom? I believe so, yeah. And Alison Janney is a is a with with all her rise is a darling of of award shows, at least in terms of nominations. Yes. So there's that. Yes. 
But Jean Smart, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I'm right. glad she won. Yes. <laughs> now people are going to start watching Hacks and they'll be like, where the fuck have I been? <laughs> Why was <laughs> I not watching this before? <laughs> I don't know. Why weren't you? <laughs> yeah. 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 Best actor in, in a comedy, Jojo. So we had uh, Anthony Anderson for Blackish, Michael Douglas for The Kaminsky Method. William H. Macy for Shameless, Keenan Thompson for Keenan, and Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso, and uh, he took it home. Yeah, we all we all saw it. We all kind of saw it coming because I think people are discovering that Jason Sudeikis is more than SNL comedian who did some characters and blah blah blah. He, he's proven to be. An absolutely fantastic writer and a, a character actor and a leading man. And uh, he's just he's just an all-around great dude. Not because of Ted Lasso. I think long before that, everybody wanted to be a friend of Jason Sudeikis. I think so, too. He's just that, got that kind of sweet, goofy persona or something i don't know it's like oh you know he, he'd be cool to ha- hang out and have a beer yeah. with or something yeah, yeah, yeah. he's just got that got that persona <laughs> yeah so so ted lasso is just an elevation of that and, and i think it's a testament to the to the team that he got he's got around him the cast that he has around him because you know a lot of the time it is coach beard it is you know roy kent it is the the character that Juno Temple plays, it is the, the, the supporting characters that are actually taking the show somewhere. Mm-hmm. Ted Lasso just steps in and says some Midwestern shit and, and just lives. So so the <laughs> show, <laughs> you have to understand this show, you know. It, it's, 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 it's surrounding Ted Lasso, but Ted Lasso is nothing without those characters. And I think Jason recognized that last night too. Yeah, yeah. And that's so, that's always cool to see when yeah. when that happens. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right then, so we shall move on to the next one and outstanding competition program. I'm just gonna go ahead and say I mean, I'm gonna go breeze through the the nominees, but the winner was RuPaul's Drag Race. And Jojo, I think we were questioning whether or not RuPaul had won it before, and he right. and he had. Okay. Uh, for Drag Race. And okay. to uh, last night, by the way, by winning last night, he became the most Emmy-winning black person. <laughs> oh, that's cool. In, yeah. That's um, cool. So he just knocked off some dude that was, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't remember the name of, of the person who was before him, but the person, it was a guy, it was a writer, but RuPaul has won now more more Emmys than that guy. And so he stands right now as the most winning black person or person of color. Okay. So so there's RuPaul over there making history. That's cool. All right, Jojo, who's next? All right. So we have uh, Outstanding Directing for a Limited or Anthology Series, Um, Thomas Kale for Hamilton, Sam Miller and Michaela Cole for I May Destroy You. Sam Miller, I May Destroy You, Craig Zobel, Mayor of Easttown, Barry Jenkins, The Underground Railroad, 
Matt Shackman for WandaVision, and Scott Frank for The Queen's Gambit, and uh, Scott Frank won and wouldn't shut up about it. Right. So we already talked about this dude. We're just going to move on. He's an yeah. asshole. Yes. Hello, Next. Scott Frank. You are an absolute fucking twat. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And so next, outstanding writing for a limited or anthology series. Brad Inglesby for Mayor of East Town. Scott Frank, The Queen's Gambit. Chuck Hayward and Peter Cameron for WandaVision. Jack Schaefer, WandaVision, Laura Donny, WandaVision, and guess what? Michaela Coyle for I May Destroy You and Our Girl Won. And her speech was absolutely riveting, absolutely fantastic. Yep, uh, and I, I cried like a dang baby. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at my phone and I saw that message. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I feel you, dude. Like... <laughs> You know, and her message was, write the thing that makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. So, and sorry, and dedicated the win to all of the survivors of sexual assault. You may not know this, but I May Destroy You was actually loosely based on her own experience with sexual assault. So, important. But, again... Like I said, if you haven't watched I May Destroy You, shame on you. Seriously. Yeah. It's it's some of the best television I have ever seen, if not the best television I have ever Jesus. seen. Jesus. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and is it comfortable and happy to watch? No, it is not. Yeah. But yeah. But is it groundbreaking and amazing and and heartbreaking and, and, and all of the superlatives? Yes, it is. You're absolutely right, Judge. That's that's exactly what it is. Like it's, it's a show that if you're looking for happy go lucky shit to watch, then you'll never get to this one. Yeah. You know, if you are a homophobic asshole, you probably will. That's not the show for you. Also, <laughs> best actress limited series or TV movie, go Jojo. So we had Anya Taylor Joy for The Queen's Gambit, Cynthia. Eviro for Genius Aretha, Elizabeth Olsen for WandaVision, Michaela Cole for I I May Destroy You, and Kate Winslet for Mayor of Easttown, and Kate Winslet is the one that ended up taking it home, which is another expected one, and I wish I would have loved to seen Michaela Cole take it just because I wanted I May Destroy You to win everything. But, of course, you know, that's not possible. And it's Kate Winslet, so I don't think anybody had a chance other than her. Yeah, I think we had a long debate during our prediction show about that. that yeah. The, the fact that Kate is nominated there, there ain't nothing for anybody. Seriously. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. What else? Do we have Best Actor in a Limited Series or TV Movie? And uh, that's Paul Bettany, WandaVision, Hugh Grant, The Undoing, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Hamilton, Leslie Odom Jr., Hamilton. And the winner was Ewan McGregor for Halston. Now, you watched this show, Georgia, didn't you? No, I wanted to, but I have, I have not seen Halston. Oh, really? I was very interested in watching it, and I just haven't gotten around to it yet. I've heard a lot of people say it's a great binge watch. Yeah? Yeah. 
I, I don't know. For some reason, like, you know, I related to something similar to the assassination of Johnny Versace or some shit, and, and I don't want to watch it. But and, and Netflix be pushing it though. Like every time we go on Netflix, that's one of the first thing that would show up and be like, "Yo, you gotta watch this." But there's always something else. But this is one I'm gonna. So there are two shows from this last award show that I that I have to start watching because they won't shit. And I was like, "So what is this about?" Right. So it's um that Halston and Mayor of East Out. I'm gonna have yeah. to start watching it. All right. So. In the meantime, Jojo, you've got the next one. So we have Best best Actress in a Drama. We had Emma Corrin for The Crown, Uzu Aduba Aduba for In Treatment, Elizabeth Moss for The Handmaid's Tale, MJ Rodriguez for Pose, Journey Smollett for Lovecraft Country, and Olivia Colman for The Crown. And Olivia Colman is the one who took home the award. Yeah, again... I remember our our prediction show. We we we, we did say that uh, you know Olivia Coleman is gonna take it, especially because one she was obviously fucking great, but two it's her last hurrah on the crown because now the the queen has aged, and the policy of the show is that they don't age actors; they just bring another actor of appropriate age to play the character, which is one of the greatest things for me. And I I wish other shows did that. Right. So I think we're almost there, Jojo. How are we? I think so. Okay. I I do have to say, though, one little thing about Olivia Coleman winning, and she got censored, censored, but she was super happy about Michaela Cole winning and actually said, fuck yeah, Michaela Cole. So (laughs) that got censored out of her little thank you speech. And I think that everybody should have heard that. (laughs) So um, I hope Michaela Cole heard it and and was was happy to hear that, you know, she had some Brits uh, cheering her on. Yeah. I mean, that's, if you have, I don't care if you have the rest of Britain behind you. If you have, if if you have Lady, Olivia Coleman saying "fuck yeah" because you won. That's all you need, man. Yeah, that's, that's like, it. She's the queen. I mean, it just it just made me love her more. So. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Brett Goldstein went on a on a. He said they specifically told me I couldn't curse, and he went on. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about outstanding. No, hold on. Uh, best actor in drama. All right, so that's nominations are Josh O'Connor, The Crown, Billy Porter, Pose, Sterling K. Brown, This Is Us, Reggae Jean Page, Bridgerton, Jonathan Majors, Lovecraft Country, Matthew Reese, Perry Mason. The winner was Josh O'Connor. And I think I predicted that like that. I think I I didn't, I didn't, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I I think you did too. I have no problem with that one. Seriously, I can I cannot tell you enough how good this kid is playing. And by the way, he's not even he's not even a monarchist. Like he he hates the entire system. <laughs> you know. So. Well, what better person to play, right? You know. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't care for the whole monarchy shit, you know. But but he 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 dignifyingly played the role, and uh, he was fantastic. So congratulations on that win. 
Outstanding Variety Special Live, that was something that uh, Stephen Colbert did, a live election show, Democracy's Last Stand, Building Back America Great Again, Better 2020. (laughs) (laughs) And and he won. And uh, we suspected that pre-recorded Variety Special, Hamilton was going to take it away, and they did. Yes. That's, That's great. I... Personally, did not enjoy a recorded. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this on the screen. <laughs> Look at this, George. You should, you should be feeling exactly the same. <laughs> you should be, you should be feeling exactly the same. That's, that's the feeling. Like the crown. You know, I have been telling my co-host Aaron that she needs to start watching the crown, and she's been promising. I know, you know, I know. And, you know, you think I would have already been all over that with, you know, with how much I love Olivia Coleman. And I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm just just crazy. Something's wrong with you. Lots of of somethings are wrong with me, man. (laughs) Yeah. So, Tanarian, go ahead and start watching it and tell us what you think. Um, We we do have, and I'm going to, I'm going to throw these out there. We do have. A conversation every Wednesday night on Clubhouse. So if you want to join us on Clubhouse every Wednesday night, we talk about movies and TV series and blah, blah, blah. Um, that outside of the podcast, but it's just a convo with, with our club on Clubhouse. So uh, feel free to to give us a follow there. Um, so, Jojo. You have best comedy. Best comedy. So we had Blackish, Cobra Kai, Emily in Paris, Hacks, The Flight Attendant, The Kaminsky Method, Pen15, and Ted Lasso. And Ted Lasso is the one who took home the award. Let me ask you this. I didn't know Cobra Kai. I didn't know Cobra Kai was in comedy. I, I I just knew it was a YouTube show that I think got picked up. Oh, thank you. How thank sweet. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Very, thank you. Very thank, much. you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I didn't know. I swear I didn't know Cobra Kai was, was considered a comedy a comedy. So but like I yeah. I didn't I didn't yeah. But there you go. Why, why do you think that though? <laughs> what is it a comedy? Does it have jokes? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm I'm woefully um I, oh I don't I, I don't know. It is billed as a comedy drama series. Okay. So. Nice. Nicely done. <laughs> All right then, so best drama that was The Boys, Bridgerton, The Handmaid's Tale, Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian, Pose, This Is Us, and The Crown. Winner, The Crown, don't ask me why. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Do not ask me why. That was it, man. They they done did it. They slept them. And finally, Jojo, you got the last word. So the it was uh, outstanding limited series. It was the Underground Railroad. I may destroy you. Wandavision. Mayor of Easttown and the Queen's Gambit. And the winner was the Queen's Gambit. That was surprising. <laughs> I was shocked. I have to say, I was shocked. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, that's... The Queen's Gambit came out of the blue, just from... Whoa, what? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, I would have loved to have seen I May Destroy You win, of course, because, you know, I'm never going to shut up about it. And um, I am surprised, given all the other categories that won in, that the mayor of Easttown didn't win. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I was very surprised that it won, but I'm happy that it won. Like that but, was, that was a cool one. So, so here's the thing: I didn't think that the obvious ones were going to win, but never did it occur to me that you know Queen's Gambit was it. I thought the entire night that WandaVision didn't win anything other than production and whatever the behind the scene things. I thought. I think WandaVision is going to wind up with being the series, like the outstanding series of the year. Okay. That because would have surprised me too. I would have been really? surprised by that. Yeah. Dude. I, I mean, mean, happy because I loved WandaVision. Yeah. I mean, WandaVision was a showstopper. Yeah. The entire, in, what was it, like eight episodes? Yeah. Every episode was like an absolute movie. Like, like, like it was another Marvel movie that you mm-hmm. watch, except it was 30 minutes. Or 35 minutes or something. So so I thought with all of that, and by the way, WandaVision had a bunch of nominations. How many nominations did they get? Like 18? It was a lot, yeah. You know. I don't remember the exact number, but it was a lot. So I thought I thought it was gonna be that was gonna be the surprise. But I gotta say, the Queen's Gambit winning it was surprising, but it's a well-deserved win. It's a yeah. well-deserved one. I, yeah. you know, I'm not gonna lie, because again, it it was one of the best shows I've seen in a long time, and um, of virtually unknown actors, including Anya Taylor Joy, true, who all of a sudden now she is a household name, right? And and the fact that it is about something that potentially could bore the fuck out of you. But all of a sudden, you find yourself. Am I right? Like seriously, it's it's true. (laughs) It's one of those things that on paper you're like, no, (laughs) there's no way that's going to work and be interesting. (laughs) So, so thank you, Netflix. I guess like Mm -hmm. one of the very little few things that we can thank Netflix for, other than Mm -hmm. after that, fuck off, Netflix. So that's it. Our predictions, for the most part, came true. But they were easy. <laughs> they were like real easy predictions because we kind of knew what was what. There were some wishes that we had. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I am quite sure that you are right. There's probably places that sold out of of chess chess boards and and the and the people who are selling them are like, why the hell are people coming through with yeah. chess boards? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> And, and you know, like, and now those chessboards are somewhere on top of somebody's closet and stuff, you know, just gathering, gathering dust, dust or whatever. <laughs> so. I don't know. We might, we might get some, some interesting stuff come of this. We are going to call it a day. So this might be the moment to tell you folks. And thank you for watching, Ternarian. Thank you for keeping us company for your comments. Yes. Thank you. Um, actually, I have to say, I think these. Um, one of the very few times that we actually have somebody interacting with us on the side of Twitch. So this was fantastic. Oh, thank you. Cheers. 
Thank Cheers. you so much. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and um, you can follow us on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and also on Facebook. We also have a Clubhouse, Kicking and Streaming Hub on Clubhouse. And also, if you would like to follow me, I am Mr. Puzzetta, that's M-R-P-U-Z-Z-E-T-T-A, both on Instagram and on Twitter. We're still campaigning for Jojo to come back to uh, to the net. And, Social uh, media. Well, I'll yeah. do it one of these. But I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there one of these yes. days. Yes, so take your See, time. This. <laughs> you ain't like anybody waiting for you and stuff, you know. So... <laughs> <laughs> So uh, for me and for Jojo, this is goodbye. Thank you very much for watching and thank you very much for listening. And uh, we hope you enjoyed the entire uh, Emmys thing as we did. Yeah. It was slightly shit, but we still enjoyed it. So yeah. great. Thank you very much. You guys have a great one. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Kicking and Streaming Podcast. If you found value in our content, please subscribe and share. We would also be delighted to hear what you think of this podcast. So please rate us by writing a quick review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all major social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Join the conversation happening today on our Facebook group. <laughs>